Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome in. It is the Garnet Trust Hour here on The Game. Full house. Tyler West and Chris along with you on this Tuesday morning. Welcoming in today's special guest from Gamecocks football quarterback, Lenoris Sellers. Lenoris, first of all, thanks so much for taking a little bit of your time this morning. And as we're talking about before the show, first time you've Ever been on the radio, correct? Yes, sir. All right. We're excited to have you here. Thank you. Lenoris, I was just thinking, man, this time last year, actually, I think I went and saw you play at the Shrine Bowl, man, Shrine Bowl practice. So December last year, um, you know, you were getting ready for that state championship, I think probably would have been exactly a year ago from a few days ago. And you were trying to decide, am I going to stick with Syracuse or am I going to be a Gamecock? Um, Now you sit here. Obviously, as a Gamecock man, but um, how, how much has changed for you in, in that last year? Kind of going back to bouncing back and forth, having to make that decision, and now you sit here, obviously in a position to compete to be the starting quarterback this next season, man. Uh, a lot less, oh, a lot less stressed. You know, um, just had a lot going on then. Had a big decision to make about my next four years. Um, now I'm just playing football, doing school, and trying to get through it. What was that process like? Like how, literally, how did you make the decision? Was it kind of, you know, did you and your family kind of sit around the table, meet up, talk through it a few times? Did y'all have one big kind of meeting at the end around the time of the Shrine Bowl, or how did you handle that? Uh, it was just kind of a mixture. Like I talked to my dad, then I talked to my mom, then I talked to both of them together, then I talked to my family, asked my brothers what they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, just I just did what was best for me. I thought of that point in time, and – ultimately made my decision. And what was it about South Carolina that ultimately put them over the top? Uh, really the coaches, and then they brought in, you know, D-Lo, and I like D-Lo a lot. We talked pretty much the whole week of the strong week, so I just trusted him and was like, this is the place I want to be. So D-Lo was coming in, you know, I remember about the same time you were kind of making that decision, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you were kind of meeting him for the first time, filling him out, getting an idea for what this offense was going to be all about. Um what kind of, you know, if, as you go back to, to looking at it then and then the, the last year or so as you're going into next season, what has kind of been the message along the way about kind of how this offense could, uh, I guess, accentuate your skill set or use your skill set a little bit? So his offense is just basically based off of the quarterback skill set um, completely. So, like, he just builds around it, like, put players in place, put plays in place, and it's just like he can do whatever he wants just based off the quarterback skill set. So let's go back. We were talking about around the time of Shine Bowl, your high school career. I, I want to go back like earlier days in high school. Um, you ended up being a highly ranked recruit. Um, you know, I know on three Charles Power, who we talk about a lot, who does the rankings. You know, he was probably the first guy, was the first guy to kind of move you up into the upper echelon. But it wasn't always the case, right? When you were, uh, you know, a sophomore, junior. You weren't one of the top, quote-unquote, like as far as rankings, quarterbacks coming out, and that eventually adjusted. But um, what was the early stages of the recruiting process like for you? It was just – I just felt blessed. You know, I just got offers like 
we came off a good season. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. play my junior year, but my sophomore year was, I won't say it was better than my freshman year, but, I mean, we had our problems. But, I mean, I was just focused on playing ball, just getting better as a player and as a person. So, Junior year, you did play, what, four games, right? Yeah, four games. Because I remember I was actually at the game. Um, my wife's an Irmo alum, so we were at the Irmo game. Nick Emanwari was on that team as a senior. And um, y'all came to Irmo and I think scored 63 points. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and that was, and that, was that junior year. But that was like the first or second game of the year, I think, right? That was, I think I was our third game maybe. Okay. Because I got yeah. hurt the fifth game. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, y'all looked pretty good that year too. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say y'all probably would have won state that year too uh, if you hadn't gotten hurt. Do you ever remind Nick about – about that about game, to say, surely about that you, performance. You tell Nick about that. Yeah, we played. South Point played Irma like two weeks ago. I know. Lower state. I know. All Got him again. In his ear all week. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all are two and zero past few, past couple times, right? So I mean, yeah, that was a really good game the other day. By the way, it was. It's almost a shame that wasn't the the state final, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, Lenoris, uh, you know, when you kind of look back on on that time and and then committing, do you do you remember do you remember the moment that South Carolina actually offered you? Because I remember it was kind of, um, it had been rumored they were kind of, I guess, recruiting you a little bit harder. But then when they actually offered, uh, was that kind of a big moment for you? I know you're kind of a low key guy. Did you did you let yourself get excited, or were you just kind of like, all right, that's cool? I actually don't remember how I felt. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I went. I was. It was after a game. It was like nine or ten in the morning. Beamer was like, "Hey, give me a call when you can." So I was just getting up. I answered the phone, and he told me. Then I just got up, told my dad. He was like, "Okay, good. Now you got a decision to make." <laughs> you seem. You seem so even keel. Like we, we just. I think they just showed Joe Burrow up on these TVs a minute ago, and you know they say he gets like. He doesn't get too up or down. He's pretty even keel. Like you seem that way all the time. Yes, I'm I mean, you get a little bit fired up on the yeah. field, but like I feel like a switch flips. But why? Why are you so calm all the time? That's just how you are. Uh, I mean, I love it. At what point in your high school career did you kind of realize you had the opportunity to play at the next level? You realized you were good enough to to go to college and play at you know an SEC type of school. Um, maybe the first couple of games of my junior year before I got hurt. I feel like I was had like my sophomore year is like like I said it was all right, but then like I just seen the growth I made between those two seasons, and then I was like, all right, we have a chance. So I, I want to talk about a couple of particular plays this past season. Uh, probably know which ones I'm going at, but so the the first long touchdown pass to to Tyshawn, I know you talked about it in the press conference. So and uh, you're just like I figured I'd come back <laughs> throw the touchdown. And Coach Loggins, he tells us, like, all right, I I was happy that Lenoris <laughs> had the playmaking ability to recognize that and make a play, but it wasn't quite exactly how it was designed. But he was he was okay with it because, you know, it worked out. So uh, can you walk us through that play again and maybe with even a little more detail, kind of just what you were seeing as it played out and, uh, and ultimately um, how, how you kind of saw Tyshawn and, and just – let it rip <laughs> uh so we had it was empty so we had basically all verts called then we had like a delayed um slant by the running back and so usually you look at nick in those situations i mean mm-hmm. I i'm not supposed to say that or not but <laughs> he's big fast guy so like why not look at his way so mm-hmm. <clears throat> start off looking his way 
But then, you know, I moved in the pocket a little bit to the right, and I didn't want to throw across the field or anything. So I just worked back to the guy that was inside of him. I didn't like that. Worked to the guy that was inside of the guy. Looked at after Nick. Didn't really like that. Then I seen Tyshawn running past the corner, seen the safety trail, and I was like, might as well put it up now. So that was like a fourth? That was a fourth, yeah. Progression? Wow. So you're, you're kind of rolling away, and you're just, like, flipping through these options a- as you go. Um Pretty impressive, man. So then the other one, the end of the Vandy game, mm-hmm. keeper. Yeah. Um, first of all, end zone. Was that a purposeful slide <laughs> or a trip? Honestly, don't know. I was too excited <laughs> to tell you, honestly. <laughs> what, what, what were you thinking as you hit the end zone on that one? Um, I was just excited. Honestly. Yeah. Like, it was cold and rainy. <laughs> I was still kind of tight. It wasn't as warm as I wanted it to be, but ultimately still scored. Yeah, so I'm noticing a trend here. Uh, Beamer also said that one was probably <laughs> probably leaned towards a straight give yeah, yeah, on that, yeah. but you just saw the DN crash and saw saw some green grass. We had an RPO too. But yeah, <laughs> it was both press over there, so that was like dead. So I just read the defensive end and pulled it in. They couldn't catch you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Dowell log. Dowell has talked about. Having quarterbacks that can keep that can make the playbook come to life, I think is how he talked about it. So, a guy like Spencer can obviously do that. You can do that. But do y'all talk like after those plays, for instance? What are the conversations like with the staff without giving too much away about? Hey, th- it's okay to improvise a little bit here and there, or hey, in these situations, we want you to stick with what's called. And and you can use practice plays, you know, for, for those same examples. But what are those conversations like? as far as making the playbook come to life, improvising versus, hey, let's stick within the structure of the offense? It ultimately just depends on the situation. Like, you got end-of-game situations, like going into halftime, going into the end of the game, and then this place where it's like playing above the X's and O's, what they talk about in the QB room, and then mm-hmm. D'Lo says, well, I was a baller, I do this. But, you know what I'm saying, you could do that too. But it's just stuff like that, honestly. <laughs> And obviously, we know that Spencer had the ability to use his legs when he needed to, but that wasn't his main, like, M.O. and your ability to maybe be a little bit more of a runner at quarterback. How much more does that open the offense up when you are on the field, and what's that potentially going to look like going forward? I think that's just another thing that can worry the defenses so they're not just completely focused on, like, the pass or just focused on the running back run. It just gives you another option to, like, have a quarterback as a threat but so you can beat him with arms and legs. Yeah, speaking of Spencer, man, we always said that it just seemed like he carried himself like a professional quarterback already. Just felt like kind of like an NFL guy. Um, what did you kind of, you know, playing behind Spencer, being in practice, being in those QB meeting rooms, what were the things you maybe took away from just watching how Spencer operated during this last year? Like you said, he was always calm. He was a good guy, funny guy, made jokes, could lighten up the mood. But ultimately, like, it was like he knew it was straight business. Like, he knew it was his year. He had a lot to prove after last season, so he just came to work every day, and I just love to watch it every day. What What does the – is that the main takeaway that you had from working with Spencer, just like watching how a guy with his experience level and his command, you know, could could take control of things? Mm-hmm. Was that the main thing? And he was always confident. Yeah. Like he was always confident, like no matter what. Like, <laughs> That's true. Played, like he was just very confident all the time. So it's a good thing to learn from. For sure, man. Um how do you feel about being, you know, kind of an even kill guy, laid back? It seems like a little bit. How um, 
how do you feel about your leadership style? Like, are you are you a guy that will get into your teammates if you have to, or are you more lead by example? Um, is that a part of your game that you um, have put much thought into moving forward as you maybe take on a, a bigger role within this program? I just really just a mixture. Like, I lead by example. I'm not really, like, a very, like, yell, always vocal <laughs> kind of guy. So, like, if I need to talk to you, like, I'll say what I need to say, but it won't be, like, anything, like, obnoxious or crazy or anything. But mostly probably lead by example. Mm-hmm. I got you. And being the fact that, you know, you've had a full year on this team already, um, you know, learning under Spencer and everything like that, you know, what is it like with potentially him obviously moving on to the NFL now and now you're kind of being looked at as that leader being the quarterback, obviously the most important, um, you know, position on the field. You know, what's that like kind of trying to earn everybody's trust in that new role now? So this year, I basically tried to, like, build relationships with as many people as I could. Just try to get to know everybody, talk to everybody, just so, like, they feel like they can talk to you and stuff, and you're not just, like, a cut-off-from-everybody guy. Because, like you said, I'm even a chill, so I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to do anything. But, like, just building relationships, trying to talk to everybody as much as I can, um, make jokes, just lighten it up, like I said, with everybody. Important to have those relationships with your offensive line. Like, I, I know – Most importantly. Yeah, most important. Got to got to protect you, man. Um, but you you came in. I, I think you start to look at the future of this offensive line. Some of the guys that came in in your class, um, many of them already playing this past year. You know, Tro, Tree, uh, Marquis. I think would have played if he hadn't got hurt. He'll be back next year, obviously. Um, you got to kind of be looking at that group. Some of the guys coming in next year too. If you look at the recruiting classes, you kind of look at that group and be like. All right, like I'm, I'm gonna be pretty well taken care of, um, you know, in the future. Yeah, um, like nothing builds. I forgot the saying, but experience is, experience is good. So mm-hmm. Tree, um, Tro, Marquis, if you want to get hurt, like you said, like he had a good spring and whatever. So um, those guys would be good, and we got other guys, class twenty four guys, mm-hmm. which is the biggest humans I've probably ever seen. <laughs> but I feel pretty good about them coming forward. Yeah, have you have you ever seen anyone bigger than Cam Pringle? I've not seen anybody. <laughs> bigger. I've not. We'll uh, we'll have more with Lenora Sellers as the uh, Garnet Trust Hour rolls on here on your Tuesday on the game on the 107.5 The Game app. Dunn moves to the right of Sellers. Tyson Russell comes in motion. And Sellers going to take it himself. Look at the young man explode. And there it goes. There's the speed. And into the end zone. Touchdown, <laughs> Carolina. Touchdown, Lenoris Sellers from 36 oh yards out. He found another gear. And all he's done is intrigue this crowd and the Gamecock Nation further. He made Bandy look foolish with that burst. I know it's been a long day for the Commodore. Welcome back in to the Garden Trust Hour here on the game. Tyler West and Chris along with you. Hanging out with Lenore Sellers. That was the call on the Gamecocks Radio Network a couple weeks ago against Vanderbilt, that 36-yard touchdown run. Have you heard any of Todd and Tommy's calls or anything like that before? They get they get pretty hyped up. Yeah, I've heard some of them, a couple of them this season. Uh, he talked about you hitting that extra gear there. We always like to talk about the fastest guys on the team. Where do you think you stack up Ooh. as far as the other guys on the roster? I will say about top. 15, 20, somewhere around there. Okay. Okay. Now, have you raced any of those guys, like, one-on-one yet? Not one-on-one. I wouldn't say I've raced anybody one-on-one. Xavier Leggett will tell you that I race him, but I wouldn't count it as a race. <laughs> <laughs> did, Zay, did, Zay, did Zay win? Oh, yeah. Okay. He did, yeah. 
I mean, hey, he's pretty hard to beat, I re- think. Real quick, do you do a Zay impression? Everybody else seems to do one. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you do. I can tell. I can tell you got one. He's you like, I, we we're not, not going to debut that on the radio today is, <laughs> yeah. is what I think that answer meant. Um, have you gotten into this debate, though, about the fastest guy on the team? Because I see, I see different guys claiming the number one spot. And then, then Lenore, you got this thing about, all right, well, Nick's going to win. Nick Harbor's going to win if it's like 100 or 200. But who would win in the 40, you know? And so, uh, you know, I think Nick E has claimed that. Mm-hmm. I think AB has claimed that. Leggett has been like, nah. like It's definitely between those four. Um, oh, I don't know. Nick, yeah, definitely he has 100. But the 40 yard is, you know, AB got the quickness. Zay's just like, you know, Zay. But yeah. Nick, Nick is also up there, too. So yeah. it's really hard to tell you. They have to race and see. I know they're supposed to do this season sometime, but they never end up doing it. But. <laughs> We need to line this thing up. We've, yeah. we've been saying we need it for, like, a Garnet Trust event. Just yeah. line it up. little, like, Olympics. Line basically. it up and see. Um, who uh, who can throw the ball the farthest on the team? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Is this? I don't know. You know, Spence can throw it. I can throw it. But Omega Blake can throw it, too. I've seen him throw it 75 yards. Really? Yeah. Wow. Omega. High school quarterback? Yeah. Was. South Point? Ne- they never ran a fake with him, did they? They had the one in the bowl game a couple years ago where it looked like they might have been setting up a throw, but oh yeah, it's like a minus, like a minus yeah. fourteen or so. Yeah, <laughs> got hit, got tackled. Yeah. All right. So, uh, okay, you you talked about the the farthest throw. Might might not have an answer on that. What about velocity? Mm. Who's got the fastball? Don't know that either. Don't know that either. Okay. Feel like, feel like you're holding out on us a little yeah, bit, Lenores, but that, that's, okay, okay, that's okay, though. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Can't that's give, fine. Can't give away the um, whole scouting report, yeah. I guess. So, uh, Lenores, we are talking off air, man. Soccer was a sport you also played. Um, how, how much do you think that maybe helped you just with your footwork and development of certain, certain other aspects? I, I know we always see that multi-sport athletes, I feel like, can make that transition to the next level just a little bit more smooth. So, what did – soccer kind of bring to your skill set you think man i think it really helps with like like you said earlier footwork acceleration and stuff like that coordination balance um it's really the biggest things that you need and as a quarterback you need to have good feet like in the pocket and stuff mm-hmm. um you just got to be balanced and coordinated you don't want to be back there falling and chipping all over the place so started that when i was like five or six started playing that before i started playing football actually because it was either my dad was like, well, if you'll be playing football, you need to do soccer or ballet. And I wasn't doing ballet. <laughs> so I chose soccer and I just stuck with it. Stopped playing and when I was like between, between 10 and 12 and I started back when I was in the seventh grade. Pretty good? Pretty good. Pretty good. Were, you, were you just as good at soccer as you were at football? I mean, no. Nah, the skill gap between soccer and football is like, can go on for days, but I did lead the region in goals my junior year. Okay. So if put in a pinch, could you kick a field goal? I could. I kicked field goals last year for South Florence, actually. How? What's your longest? It was just like an extra point. I kicked it, got hurt <laughs> one game, and I was just out there. I hated it, but I just had to, <laughs> I had to do. Why'd you hate it? I just felt like it was too much, like, pressure. Like, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> too much pressure. More pressure yeah. on a kicker <laughs> the, than a quarterback? playing quarterback. Like, I love just, it. 
I don't think I practiced extra points. Like we just, yeah. Coach Marlon was like, "No, nah, we're just gonna go for two. We're just gonna go for two. And then the first time we scored, he was like, "All right, we're about to kick the extra point." I was like, "Why?" Like, we were practicing <laughs> going for two all week, and then he was like, "No, nah, just go out there and kick it." I think I missed like the first one. And then I made a couple more, and then I missed another, and I was like, "Oh, we going for two the rest." Of the <laughs> you just you made the decision. You just, <laughs> I'm not kicking. It. You, <laughs> took your, you took yourself out. Uh, as a kicker. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like y'all probably would have gotten the two point conversion anyway. <laughs> um, I watched uh, y'all play AC Flora mm-hmm. right down the road here, and uh, man, it seems like they just kind of stacked up a couple of blockers every every third or fourth down, especially. It was like the whole building. Knew Lenoris was running the ball. Yeah. There was no, uh, there was no stop. What what is that like, man? Just to be kind of like in that zone in a game and just know. And I know you got to have good blocking up front to teammates, yeah. whole whole team effort. But um, it just felt like you were gonna take over that game. Um, really, just they just looked forward to me making a play. Like it was a close game, like you said, it was a close game until like the third or fourth quarter. I think they missed the field goal or something, maybe, and then we just kind of ran away with it. And Marlo just like, like that whole playoff one. Marlo's like, all right, teams count on you, like to make plays and come mm-hmm. through. Just keep being yourself. Don't try to do too much. And ultimately, like, was like what I did. What are your thoughts as a quarterback on the tush push play? You like it that the Eagles run? I do like it. You do like it? I do. Okay. You want it in the play? Well, maybe it's in the playbook. I won't make. I won't make that. It's It's probably in there. Yeah. yeah. We'll assume it is. I was gonna say, sounds like the NFL is gonna be outlawing it at the end of the yeah, season. I've seen that. Twitter a couple of days ago, Roger Goodell wants to ban it or something. Yeah. Jalen Hurts probably would have scored anyway. So, I mean, he might not need it. He just, he's also a big guy from what Spencer said. Do uh, do you watch much NFL? I don't really like the NFL, honestly. You watch like, much? Like, Sorry, go ahead. I like college better, but yeah. I don't think, I've, I think I've watched the least amount of college football other than film this year than I ever have in my entire life. I was going to say, a little hmm. bit busy on Saturdays now. Yeah, well, and I, I imagine, I mean, you're kind of living and breathing college football. So maybe when, when you got a free moment. Put on some highlights, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I don't think I've watched a full college game. Actually, I watched the Oregon and Washington game last week. But that was it. That was a good game, that man. That was a good game. What do you think of those QBs? I like them a lot. Yeah. Bo Nix, um, grew up watching him. And Michael Penix just came, well, not really came on the scene this year, but he's mm. coming on this year. I said Penix has been around for like, him and Nick's have been around yeah. for like 10 years, it seems like. Yeah, it's been a while. But. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Speaking of Jalen Hurts, I was looking at your old on three recruiting profile, and they started doing this thing on there where they put reminds us of. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's a, it's just an NFL guy. And I guess the point is just to give maybe a casual fan an idea of, hey, what does this player's skill set or playing style really more um, look like? So they had uh, Jalen Hurts paired up with you. Um, I actually think you're a little bit bigger than Jalen, but maybe from what Spencer said, maybe Jalen's bigger than I think. But what what do you think of that comparison? I mean, I like it. He's a good quarterback, played at BAM, Oklahoma, which mm-hmm. is the Eagles led in the Super Bowl. Um, I like him. From what Spencer, well, Spencer talks about him a lot, just like how the leader he was. And he was just like, Jalen Hurts was just like, just straight business, like mm-hmm. calm, didn't really show a lot of emotion and stuff like that. Yeah, so you're about two inches taller than Jalen Hurts. He's listed at six foot one. It's a little bit shorter, but very similar type of play styles. We'll uh, have more with Lenore Sellers as the Garnet Trust Hour rolls along here on this Tuesday on the game and the 107.5 The Game app.
Welcome back in. It is the Garnet Trust Hour. Tyler West and Chris hanging out with Lenore Sellers here. Going until the top of the hour, talking about a lot of things going on with the Gamecock football program. And, and obviously, the Lenore's this week, the, the big news around college football is everything going on with the transfer portal. Obviously, you've had several teammates that have entered their name into that. From an internal standpoint, what's that like seeing the dynamic of the team change so much with guys choosing to go elsewhere? Um, it's just crazy, really. Um, but ultimately, like, people do what's best for themselves, and you can't judge somebody for doing what's best for themselves. So, I mean, like, I don't have any opinion to say about that. Yeah, were, were you uh, – not about South Carolina anymore, but were you surprised just around the country to see – I know quarterbacks transfer when they're not playing, mm-hmm. but I thought it was kind of crazy how many quarterbacks – you know, the Ohio State quarterback, he's a starter. They were top ten in the country, very nearly made the playoff. He's in the portal. Were you surprised to see just so many guys in the portal that are actually the starting quarterback for their teams? Yeah. I was talking about it yesterday because, like you said, him, Cal McCord, and um, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma. Yeah, and, yep. and I was personally, like, I probably wouldn't do it because, like, I would say, like, once you get established somewhere, like, why would you want to go somewhere and start over, like, earning mm-hmm. trust from your team- teammates, building relationships, like, relationships outside of football. So, I mean, like, yeah. Kind of caught me off guard, yeah. to be honest. Well, there was a lot of rumors going in that, like, hey, there's going to be some big names hit the portal, right? And I was like, okay, I get it. But I was surprised about the number of not just big name, like you said, Wes, but, like, established guys. Like mm-hmm. you said, Lenore, it's like these aren't guys that are like, hey, this is a five-star quarterback, but, like, he hadn't really broken through. Like, you got guys who were the guy mm-hmm. at a school, and they're starting over, which is yeah. kind of interesting. Started like every game this year in, in some cases. And play uh, well for really yeah, good yeah, teams. Yeah, play very well. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Lenoris, we always like to give the fans a little bit of a glimpse kind of behind the curtain of just what y'all are up to um, during this time period. So, obviously, regular season is over. Coaching staff is doing a lot of recruiting type stuff right now. So, you were telling me a little bit off air about your schedule. Just in general, what are you guys up to right now as far as just um, working out and, and stuff like that? So right now we just lift in Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We get Tuesdays and Thursdays off um, this week, next week, and then I think that's when exams end next week. So then we'd be able to go home and we'd be back in here January 8th, I think, mm-hmm. a week before all the kids come back and we lift all that week. And then we just get into, like, winter winter lifts and then, you know, back into spring ball, spring lifts, and all things start over. Yeah, all starts again. What uh, What was the winter workout program like for you? Um, cause you, you early enrolled, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you come in, you're making that jump, obviously from high school to college. And I've always heard winter workouts are just kind of like the, the slap in the face for, for a lot of guys. I don't know if that was the way for you, but, um, what was that like just getting in there and be like, man, this is maybe on another level. Yeah. That was another crazy thing. It was hard. Like in high school, we had a good weightlifting program, but it didn't compare to what we did here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helped me out a lot compared to, like, other guys who probably didn't lift as much or didn't have, like, a weightlifting program. But I won't say it, was, it wasn't it was easy, but it wasn't as challenging as it was for other guys either. It, it, this offseason, from a strength and conditioning standpoint, what would you say your goals are that you've pinpointed of, hey, I, I want to get stronger in this area or I want to be better in this particular area? Not, not on field. We'll, we'll go to that next. But just pure weight room conditioning. I prob- I really just want to like stay in shape year round and have like a college type body like had mm-hmm. a high school body wanted to like gain muscle and lose body fat so that was pretty much the biggest thing for me just like get 
you know, bigger, faster, stronger, obviously, to get you to the college speed. But other than that, like, that was just my main goal. And ha- you've already kind of reshaped it in the right word, but just from high school through year one, I mean, you've already done some of that, right? Yeah, like, you're yeah. already on your on your way to doing that. Yes, sir. What about on the field? So once y'all start, you know, getting into the playbook again, I know you can do that kind of year-round, but thinking about spring ball, you know, which is three or four months away already, um, what are you – what are you thinking about as far as your next steps on the field with what, you, what you've got to improve and get better at? Probably just um, bringing in the younger guys along with me. Like, you know, we had some younger guys play, so really just building that chemistry with them, then building the chemistry with everybody else on the team, wide receivers, running back-wise. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. And like you said, building those relationships still and trying to be a better leader. Speaking of spring ball, and I forget which coach, it may have been Steph that said this prior to the season, but he viewed guys that came into the spring as already having like a year under their belt by going through all those practices and stuff like that. Being that you got to be involved in this past spring, how far ahead did that put you when the season rolls around compared to the guys that maybe came in at the early uh, beginning of summer? A lot, really. I think rolling early is probably the best thing you can do. And just seeing like once they got in and we started practicing and all that stuff, like you can just see like, you can tell just like by the way you play and stuff who's been here, who just got here, which I so I, I think it helped a lot. And I think anybody who's going through the recruiting process should probably play any role. I, I know um, uh, Dow Loggins talked a ton last offseason about how with he and Spencer, it was kind of like a partnership in terms of building this offense and kind of just taking the big picture of all the different plays and starting to narrow it down or, or even maybe add some things at times into what the offense was going to be for that particular season. Um, have you felt yourself get a little bit more comfortable maybe being, you know, now being like, hey, coach, I, I like this or I like this look, I like that play. Is that something you kind of foresee yourself doing more of now that Spencer has graduated and going on to the NFL? Yeah, I think so. I think you should always, you shouldn't just have like a coach player relationship where you can't talk to him, you can't be honest with him. And D'Lo does a good job with that. He was in the NFL for a while, and, you know, up there is just like a partnership. Like mm-hmm. Players would be like, no, nah, I don't like this play, and it's just like, all right, can it? <laughs> like, but with him, like you can just talk to him, and be like, "All right, I don't like this play." And he'd be like, "Well, let's try to do it this way, do it that way, and just see." And if you don't like it, he'll can it. And if you like it, like he just find ways to expand on that one play for you. What about his skill set excites you, or what about your skill set excites him the most? Probably the ability to run, maybe, because like I said, like it just gives you another element to the offense, honestly. So I mean, and you know, he was at Arkansas with KJ, so I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Um, NFL with some of those athletic guys. So, I mean, like, just excites me, I guess. Well, I think the, the thing about your skill set, too, man, not to, like, blow your head up, but you uh, you obviously can run, but you have the passing ability, too. Like, I, I think we see quarterbacks, um, and there's that added running element, but then they don't have the ability to throw the football, too. So, defense is just kind of key in on the running game. Have you kind of always been just a natural passer, like, since you picked up a football? Or I know you, you worked with Ramon Robinson a pretty good bit growing up. Chris and I know Ramon pretty well. Um, he's coached up a bunch of guys as far as being a QB trainer. So um, I, I know it's a lot of hard work, but just kind of just the ability to spin the football, is that something that came naturally or that you've just really had to hone over the years? I think I think it just came naturally. Like, I played – I started off playing, like, receiver, running back, just – like quarterback in like wildcat situations, but I was always able to throw, I think. But it's just something that you just keep practicing. Like you don't mm-hmm. want to like lose it either, which I don't think you can. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But mm-hmm. It's just something I've been working on like consistently throughout the years as well. But 
Are there any quarterbacks that you model your game after? I know you said that you don't get to watch as much college uh, as you used to or, or, or NFL because, I mean, you're busy, right? But any guys from your past that you really uh, try to take things from and learn from and model yourself after? I grew up watching Cam Newton, like, during his Auburn days and his first Carolina days, and then, you know, he stopped playing for a while. So I don't know if you would like Cam Newton, like you said, Jalen Hurts earlier. Um other than that, I don't yeah. think a couple pretty I'm trying couple to think pretty good guys. Cam Newton would have been at Auburn. He would have been like what, five, six years old? I was young, yeah. yeah. That's Golly. Very young. crazy to think about. You know, South Carolina in two thousand ten they had to play Cam twice. Mm-hmm. They had to play him at Auburn, lost that game, then they had to they made the SEC title game. Congrats, you get to play Cam Newton again. And so they had to play him twice that year. That well, was tough. They they faced Super Cam the yeah. second time. Yeah. Like the first time, uh, you're probably too young to remember, but first time they went toe to toe with Auburn. Yeah. And then by the time, because you know, he had one year there, mm-hmm. by the time they got to the end, it was when Cam had just taken his game. Yeah, Pete, Pete Cam. Pete Cam. Pete Cam Newton. Who could tough. not, I mean, was unbeatable, yeah. I feel like. From probably the greatest single season of a quarterback in college football history. Definitely up there. We'll uh, we'll come back and wrap up today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour with the Lenore Sellers here on the game in the 107.5 The Game app. Quarterback Lenore Sellers, you listen to the home of the Game Fox 107.5, the game. Hey, this is Game Fox quarterback Lenore Sellers. You're listening to the home of the Game Fox 107.5, the game. I walk around without my goggles. You're like, where are your goggles at? Where are your goggles? <laughs> I was gonna say that's like a that's a marketing gold right yeah, there. Yeah. That's a thing. Well, I feel like probably growing up, man. Did, did you always wear them? I guess. I or? started wearing them my junior year. Oh, okay. Because my my freshman year I didn't wear them. Like I could see, but it was like. Uh, then I started wearing my glasses and I had a strap, but then I went through like two pair of glasses that season. <laughs> yeah. So then my dad was like, "Oh, we finna get you some goggles, or you can get contacts." Then like playing in my eyes, so I just got goggles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like it's one of like an opponent. They can say whatever they want, mm-hmm. but then in high school, I mean, you throw six touchdowns on them. It's like <laughs> not much they can say. Yeah. What are, What do you? Yeah. You're talking about my goggles. I'm talking about the scoreboards. So <laughs> you know, I mean, I I don't think uh, you know there's much they can say at that point. But speaking of high school. Your brother, man, uh, committed to the Gamecocks. Uh, had a chance to meet him the day you committed, actually, and I think South Carolina had already offered. But um, how excited are you for a Sellers reunion in in the future? He's got another year of high school, yeah. but um, it's pretty cool for your family, I'm sure. Yeah, very excited um, just to play on that stage like we did in high school, win state, whatever. But I think college is a whole nother level, like national television, mm-hmm. SEC. So it's like a blessing. What's what's your scouting report on Jaden? <laughs> Wes and I have seen him in camp, so give us your your take. I'll say yeah. he has a little bit of speed, kind of twitchy. Just a little. Uh, I won't <laughs> boost him up too much. <laughs> nah, I hear you. A little bit of speed, twitchy, good hands, um, competitor. It's probably the biggest thing. Like 
he can get a little bit chippy, mm-hmm. honestly. He's the complete opposite of me. Like to talk, um, always talking, really, really? And making jokes. So, you have a favorite moment with him on the field, particular play? Um, probably the um, our first touchdown. Um, his freshman year, I think he was like maybe fourteen or fifteen, and we was playing. It was the Irmo game actually. He scored yeah. the first touchdown. Okay. Um, that was just a special moment, and then probably the state championship. I think he had like maybe three receptions. Three or four receptions for like 140 or so yards. Some Randy two Moss touchdowns. numbers. Yeah, two touchdowns. So yeah, what? Wes and I saw him in camp uh, last summer, mm-hmm. and it, he plays bigger than his size too. That's another thing I saw. Like he can he can go up and get it. Yeah, so got good ball skills, mm-hmm. good catch radius. I feel like like he'll yeah. he made he made I think a diving catch at the end of that he camp um, where he just went out and, and got it. I'm sure you probably y'all been. Throwing passes to each other in the backyard for <laughs> yeah. for years. Yeah, for a while. And um, just, I don't know, he just has a lot of, like, drive and, like I said, competitive to him. Like, he just, he tells me all the time, he's like, bro, like, I'm the best player in the family. Like, And I'm like, bro, all right, bro. Like, okay, you can have it. Like, love it. I love him. Like, just how far he's grown, really. Like, he had a couple issues, like, with, like, school and stuff, but, like, we just talked to him and like he just fixed it like like that mm-hmm. and then so I mean like he just came a long way. Sp- speaking of your family, are they are they listening in? To I have, I have no idea. I don't even think they even know that. I'm you didn't tell them. Well, didn't. here's the good oh, here's man. the good thing. Lenoris. We upload this yep. on our website so they can uh-huh. go back and listen to it later. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. Yeah, man. Um, I'm hurt. <laughs> got a, got a couple minutes to go here. We asked this question to every player that we get in here. Mm-hmm. Asked it to X a couple weeks ago when he was on with us. You're crafting a starting five for basketball based on only guys on the team. What's your team looking like? Um, maybe so. See, oh my fault. You're good. Craig Adams. I know he played in Georgia. He talks like he's good. So oh, CJ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. He talks like he's good, so I'm gonna just trust him on that. <laughs> um, uh, Tavy. Um, Tavy Shivers. Um, let's see who else. I think that's a new one. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. CJ was on, I think, Xavier's team. He might have had CJ Adams on okay. his team. Yeah. I think he was. Did. I think yeah, he somebody, did. Yeah. Do, do you play, by the way? I don't. No. I okay. played my sophomore year for fun, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like so you're you're okay. coaching this team, theoretically, okay. then? Yeah, I'll just coach. Um, Spence was a good basketball player. Yes, there you go. Good pick. Um, let's see. Let's see. Who else? Who else? Be your point guard right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Judge Collier. Judge oh, Collier okay. Basketball, yeah. He can um, hoop? He can. And he's, like, long, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's see who else. And let's see. Anybody else that plays basketball? Actually, halfway decent. Halfway decent. You don't have a big man on there, really. Who's got uh, Shivers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's can. a real big man. That's a real big man. Yeah, he's yep. big, too. I feel like you got a good. That's a good start, though. You can you can get back to us on the fifth one yeah. if you want to. Wonder if there's any soccer. Maybe Lenoris could build out a soccer team better for us. I don't know if there's any soccer guys on the team. Rashawn Lee played soccer. Rashawn was. Uh, that's really? not surprising. Okay. Rashawn played soccer. Pretty cool. We could build out a team with with you and Rashawn. That'd be our two man soccer team. <laughs> uh, so away from football, I mean, what are you doing? What do you like to do to just relax, hang out, have a good time? I'm a big movie guy. I like watching movies. Um, 
just like movies, YouTube, like TikTok. Like, but that's Ooh. everybody does that. Can all but, burn a couple hours a day on that. Yeah. Um, other than that, probably just like hanging out with players from the team and stuff. That's pretty much the biggest thing. Favorite movie of all time? Um, Fight Club, Interstellar. Okay. Okay. Like, all right. Like, Interstellar. Yeah. Man, that's a good one. I have watched that like twice. Anything by Christopher Nolan. Pretty good. What's the last uh, movie that you watched and liked? Anything stand out recently? Recently? No, nah, I haven't watched. I don't think I watched a movie this week. Um, I know the season ended. We felt always had to get up early, so I didn't watch movies then, but like on the weekends and stuff. But right now, off the top of my head, I don't have anything. Play, play video games at all, or that's not your style? Yeah, I play style. Like Call of Duty, Madden, games mm-hmm. like that. I've been on Call of Duty a lot. You uh, excited for GTA 6? I am. I had GTA 5, but I haven't played it in a while just because it just got old. So I was going to say, the so, game's 10 years old. Yeah, so, but I don't think that one's released until, like, 2025. Yeah, 2025. So. got to wait a little bit longer. I'm excited for the NCAA game, though. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. You can get in on a little tournament we're going to have. Yeah. We're all excited for it. <laughs> um, hey, that that was an interesting question we have for guys. So, you got a chance to be in the game at some point. I guess, have they asked you all yet to sign the paperwork? At some point, that's going to come up. What did you think of the rumor, like, 500 bucks per player mm-hmm. to be in the game? And it's kind of like everybody makes the same amount. Yeah. So, obviously, that number couldn't be, like, thousands and thousands of dollars because it's going to be spread among all the players mm-hmm. that are – so, to to be in a video game, are you like, hey, that's pretty cool, I'll sign right now? Or are you like, man, it's a little bit low? <laughs> no, I'll sign it. I'll yeah. sign it. Just $500 to be in the game. I think everybody grows up wanting to be in the game, so – Absolutely. We're excited to see you in it. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us today in Lenore. Obviously, uh, we know you're a busy guy, but uh, excited to see what you're going to do on the field next season. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That'll do it for today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour with Lenore Sellers coming up next. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs here on the game and the 107.5 The Game app. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.